Good evening. Welcome to 49ers After Dark. That's Jesse Naylor. I'm Grant Cohn. We're talking about your favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins, tonight because it's official. He's going to be a free agent next year, and you already know that he and Kyle Shanahan been DMing each other morning, noon, and night the last uh, six, seven years. So we'll see if they finally are able to, you know, go from star cross lovers to the official. But we're going to talk about that later because that's in the future. We don't need to even go there yet. It's not going to happen anytime soon. What is going to happen is Trey Lance is going to be here. And Eric Armstead, Eric Armstead spoke about Lance. You and I, Jesse, have kind of lamented the fact that none of his teammates really back him up or have. I mean, really, the last couple of years, how many, how many of his teammates have come out and said something nice about Lance other than he's a good kid? Not a lot. I mean, you had the only two I can think of were Fred Warner, his rookie year with the unsolicited True. press conference True. where he's like, yeah, you know, Trey's looking really good and he, he's giving him. us great looks and yeah, all those things. And then I, I, I gave him the right mindset, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah. He was being a little tentative, but I was like, hey, man, you got to rip it. And then he did. Yeah. And now he's good. So, yeah, you know, that's no big deal. Sorry. I love and you, then the other one was Trent Williams before I think even the first actual training camp. He's like, yeah. This kid's gonna be special, and that was it. But was Fred, I feel like Trent says whatever. He's yeah. like, "You're paying me how much money? What do I gotta say? Cool, we do that. Got it. Yeah, yeah, cool." So, okay, there was those two, but mostly there was like a lot of silence, and it's over. The silence is over. George Kittle, to his credit, has made it a point to say as many positive things about football as they pertain to Trey Lance as he could this off season. He's improved. He's confident. Okay, here's what Eric Armstead said recently to Kay Adams on NFL Network. Quote, I've seen a young guy come in and really start to mature. You got to remember that Trey is still really extremely young and didn't have much experience. And the more experience you stack, the better you are. I think that he's had a tremendous OTAs and looked very well. You know, I'm really excited for him and his career. And so I think the sky is the limit for Trey. And I think he's an extreme talent that just needed to stack up those reps. I mean, it might sound just like boilerplate teammate talk, but this is the kind of stuff you didn't hear about Trey Lance the last couple of years. Coming from Eric Armstead, I think it holds weight. And real quick, before I get your take, the way I see it is that when they brought Trey in, this was a veteran team that was confused. It was like, hold on. You're giving us a 21-year-old quarterback and we're supposed to... There's never been a 21-year-old Super Bowl winning quarterback. What the hell's going on? So maybe right. they felt like... They were confused, or like the rug was pulled out from underneath them. But now that two years have passed, and he's been sort of unfairly scapegoated and cast aside, I think a lot of vets look at him and are like, okay, I sympathize, and he's kept his head up, and look at him now. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I've got a different feeling about this, Grant. I, the way that I see it is you've got a team that likely knows he's not going to be the starter. And so now they're mm. willing to throw all the compliments his way because mm. they don't have to play with them. It's kind of the way that I see it. It's almost like, okay, yeah, we've done enough, like kind of kicking the kid while he's down. Let's lift him up a little bit. But ultimately, we know he's not our starter and we can just kind of bypass it and it is what it is. That's not, and it's not, I'm not trying to say like they're being malicious about it, but it's nice to say things now, but where were these comments when you were supposed to ride with the guy, when he was supposed to be the starter, where were these comments? Why, why weren't these things coming out then? Go ahead. 
let me try to push back because you know me and Eric Arm said really close, get along. I always see oh, yeah, things yeah. from his perspective. Yeah. So is it possible? Are like pen pals, like this. Okay. <laughs> so is it possible, like from Eric's perspective? You know, Eric has made it clear he always liked Jimmy. The vets always liked Jimmy. Anyone that was on the team in 2017 is all in with Jimmy. Brock's not Jimmy. Jimmy's like 31, 32 years, almost 32 years old. And I think a lot of the vets felt like, hey, it is not his fault. He's our, he's our, he's our leader. He's our veteran. He's our guy. Okay, you, you push him out. Fine. I don't think that, I, just because all of Jimmy Garoppolo's fans are now on the Brock Purdy bandwagon doesn't mean that all, Jimmy Garoppolo's supporters in the locker room are on the Brock Purdy bandwagon. I mean, Kittle is because like, Purdy spoon-fed him five or six touchdowns in the red zone. But from Armstead's perspective, he could be saying, man, I see, I look at two 23-year-old quarterbacks coming off injury. One guy had a nice little run. Other guy hasn't really had a chance. I mean, I'm not picking sides. Is that possible? Yeah, I mean, that definitely could be possible. I also think the other thing is this. What, what they're saying is not untrue from the standpoint that, oh, yeah, he was 21 years old when he came into the league. And he's now 23. He's basically just now the same age that Brock was when he played last year. Yeah, and, he can still be considered a rookie at this point. Right, yeah. and and right. he is improving just like most people would as they Like, age I think Kalen Laburn is older than, than Trey. Sorry to keep... Yeah, but he is, no. There but, are rookies on this team older than Trey. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes. exactly. Yes. So, so I, I don't think they're saying things that are untrue. I just... I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if I should buy into everything they're saying. If I, if maybe, maybe it's both, maybe it is true, but also they think Purdy should be the starter. I think both things could be true. It just, it seems a little weird now that he's likely not going to be the starter. And now you've got all these amazing things to say about Trey Lance. Like, eh, I don't know. He could have used that last year. Agree. Agree. <laughs> but let me, let me, let me keep trying here. Cause I don't know why I'm advocating for Eric Armstead and George Kittle, yeah, two people who probably why. don't want me to cover the team. But, uh, in fact, I know they don't want me to cover the team, but that's neither here nor there. Is it possible that they felt, I think I lost my train of thought. Is it possible that they felt that, um, Trey Lance, the most they could say that was nice about Lance the first two years was he's got a ton of potential. And I know he's saying the sky's the limit, but now I feel like the vets on the team, 30 year olds looking at a 23 year old are saying essentially, okay, he's gone through fire. Okay, he's a grown-up now. Okay, he has my respect. Is that not what they're saying? It doesn't necessarily mean we think he's our best quarterback, but it's essentially saying, man, this dude was really young, really green when he came to this team. He was not prepared to just take over and take Jimmy's job and win the, and win the Super Bowl from our perspective. But now he's a grown-up. He's a grown man, and that's saying something because we got a bunch of uh, young dudes in our quarterback room. Yeah, I think... I think that it is definitely possible he's earned their respect because he really has gone through hell. I mean, you think about it. Yeah. Coming into a team that that clearly wanted Jimmy. Not that they didn't want Trey, but they they wanted Jimmy. Like that much was clear. Then he finally gets a start. When he gets the start, he breaks his leg. His job gets lost. He really hasn't had the opportunity to prove himself and they're probably like, "Yeah, you know, I, I mean, just on a personal level I feel bad." Armstead of all people, by the way, mm -hmm. it doesn't surprise me that it, this comes from him. Because Armstead really seems to have Kinlaw's back. And I know that they there play on the defensive line together. But there's similar situations. Exactly. Similar, very situations. similar situations. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yep. And so you yep. can't, 
you can't advocate for a guy like Kinlaw and then not advocate for a guy like Trey. Also, Armstead is an example of a first round pick who went through, had some injuries early on, mm -hmm. didn't light the world on fire, got a lot of, got labeled a bust for not living up to his, you know, top 20 draft status and then proved everyone wrong. Got yeah. the big contract, has all the accolades now, and he can look at this from a perspective of, hey, don't write off Javon. Don't write off Trey. People wrote me off. Look at me now. I'm rich as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone loves me. I'm a huge success. I think Trey could be that, too. I think it carries a lot of weight coming from him, Eric. Yeah, I also think, you know, truthfully, when you look at Lance and you hear the things that he says and all these other people, you know, all the other teammates seem to say and the coaches, this finger injury was really significant. It really did mess with his mechanics. It messed with him even having the ability to throw a spiral or pronate, <laughs> as, as a coach on the team would say. And so when you put all that in a perspective, it's like, yeah, maybe he didn't impress because he really was going through some things. And now he's finally healthy. He's matured. Third year in the league. He knows who he is. He's comfortable in his skin. And he is starting to impress. I don't know. I think he has all to the start above from the bottom. He has he to does. fight his way up, crawl his way up from the bottom. It may not yeah. be fair, but the NFL isn't fair. Brock Purdy did his thing. You got to give him yeah. credit. Trey gives him credit. And that just, that just sets the bar high. So For now, sure. Trey, you got you to gotta match it. Like it's, it's like the other day when I did 10 pull-ups at the gym and then Rich did 16. Like, I got to come back and do 17. That's on me. <laughs> right. And I will. Yeah. Rich, I'm coming for you, baby. It's not, <laughs> that was my second set that day. I'm coming for you. All right? So that's how Trey's mindset should be. Yeah, absolutely. It should be a absolutely. thank you, Brock. Thank you for yeah. bringing the best out of me. Let's go. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think. And that's, that's the cool thing about all of this is, you know, the fan base is clearly split on this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And the media split and all these other things, but and the I Trey really, fans hate the Brock fans and the Brock right, fans hate Trey first, fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think Trey and Brock are actually legitimately cool with each other, and I think yeah, they just like Trey care and Jimmy were and support each other. Yes, that's why. Like Jimmy was most likely like Trey before they run you out of town and ruin your career. Why don't you go see my throwing coach? Dog? <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but it just seems like it's probably happening. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was that nefarious, but maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's let's keep it pushing, but stick with Trey. Uh, then put it this way. If the 49ers wanted to do what was best for Trey, they'd let him go. But if they wanted to do what's best for them, that might be a different story. So let's start there. Is keeping Trey Lance the smart move or the gutless move? What do you think? I think it's smart until Brock Purdy's healthy. But... Mm -hmm. If you really believe that Sam Darnold's a good backup quarterback in this league and you think that Purdy is your starting he's guy and your franchise guy, he's that yeah. dude, yeah. then it's completely gutless. And not, not because Trey deserves better, but because if you can turn Trey into any asset that can actually help your team and maybe play some starter reps, whether that's a pass rusher or what have you, then you have to look into that. I, I think. I think keeping both, if that opportunity is on the table, and I'm not saying it is, it may or it may not be at some point, but if it is on the table, then you're hedging your bets, and I think that's a gutless move. So a little bit of both right now. Yeah. I guess the way I feel is that it sucks for Trey, and if mm -hmm. I were Trey, I would want out, um, especially if they go with Brock and I can't do anything about it. But – 
NFL is so not fair. And from the 49ers' perspective, they have to do what's best for them. And if they could trade him for a player that they would think that would really make them better, consider it for sure. But they also have to have some self-awareness and know that their offensive line is hardly a strength. And, you know, protecting quarterbacks is like way down the list of things Kyle Shanahan cares about or thinks about. So if that's who you are and you're the team that went through four quarterbacks last year, like you really might need numbers. You really might need numbers. And that's not fair to Trey. It's not fair to Brock. It's not fair to Sam. It's really not fair to any of them. But that's who you are, man. And, like, you've given Trey a lot of money. You know, I think he just bought a Maybach. Like, you haven't, you haven't screwed him over 100%. And all you're saying is, look, Trey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Stick with us. I think you're going to get another shot. Is it week one? No. Is it going to be because Brock Purdy gets hurt? I mean, we can't say that out loud. But... Kind of, probably. So <laughs> yeah. bear with us, man. You got two more years under contract. We change our minds every three months or less than every three weeks. Like, just bear with us. I know it sucks, though. I think that's what they're probably going to do to the kid. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop calling him a kid. The young man. Yeah, I say kid, too. It's just an old old guy thing to say. It's I call not, people it's who are like, like 32, kid. Yeah, it's not to be disrespectful. It's just, I look at you as a, as a kid. It doesn't mean that you're not a man. I just, that's yeah. what I say. Yeah, but yeah. I, I get it. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the way I see it, in in specifically, Daniil Hunter's out there. We know that Trey's from that area. Minnesota, I think, would love to have him. We're going to talk about Kirk Cousins in a minute. It sounds like he's out of Minnesota at the end of this year. They're really going through a stage of rebuild right now, or retool, I should say. They need to find their quarterback of the future. They're likely not going to be in the number one pick hunt next year. But Trey kind of fits what they need. So is it realistic to think that Trey for Daniel Hunter or Trey plus a little something for Daniel Hunter could happen? I think it is. And if you can go make a move like that happen and Trey's not your starter, I think it's gutless. Can I ask a question? How? Why is why <laughs> why is Daniel Hunter available? Their whole what? team is having a fire sale. Why? He wants out. Why? He's wanted out for two years. Hey, well, that dude is so good. I know. I, hey, if you could trade Trey Lance for Daniil Hunter, I might be into it just because I have zero confidence in the Niners to do right by Trey in any way. Even if they wanted to, I don't even think they have the capacity. So, you know, let him go. Ride with Brock and, you know, the next Brock or the Brock 3.0, whatever. Get Daniil. Dude, if you got Daniil, Daniil Hunter is really good. He's better than D Ford, Drake Jackson, all of like yeah. he'd be the best bookend really you've good. ever put next to Wow. Yeah. yeah. By a wide margin. Woo! I don't even root for the team, but I'm excited. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Hunter would be a great gay. And he's really and good. Like, I want to be clear. Obviously, people know that like I'm the Trey guy, whatever. I would keep Trey. I would play, I would start Trey. We play won. Trey. That, that's yeah. me. But the 49ers don't seem into it. And that's totally fine. But then don't do the same things that you did to Trey where you were kind of like dipping your toe in the water, not really sure. No, give a full cannonball. Yell cannonball, jump in the deep end, and go all the way with Brock Purdy. Don't play this halfway in, halfway out bullcrap with him too. Because like, don't you have the same logic at running back? Like you had a running back named Trey. You did. Yeah. yeah. You traded it up for him. Yep. You decided he wasn't quite free. I mean, Trey Sermon wasn't terrible for the Niners. He averaged 4.1 4 yards per carry. 
Like Ty Davis Price was worse than that. But they decided for whatever reason it's not going to work for Trey, even though we traded up for him and, and invested some serious capital in him. Yeah. You're gone. We're waving you. Uh it seems like they're they've made sort of the same determination with the next Trey, Trey Lance. You're not for us. But at the same time, they're kind of being gutless and like, okay, but we're not willing to do what we did with Trey Sermon because you're a quarterback and we took you higher in the draft. But what's different? I mean, you you made your mind up, right? Your mind is made up. So what are you going to do? Just wait? If you want to dump him, dump him. What are you doing? If you Call him up. Tell him it's not him. It's you or whatever. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. I mean, if if anything, tell him his breast stinks. It's halitosis. <laughs> at this moment, at this very moment, quarterback trade values couldn't be any lower. I get that. Yeah. But before the trade deadline happens, quarterbacks are going to go down in the league. Teams are going to figure out what the, where they're at, where their future is. Minnesota makes sense right now, but there may be other teams that start to make sense as as things unfold before the trade deadline. I'm just saying they have to do. If if they can't if they couldn't play Trey because they're on this Super Bowl quest and they feel like the window's wide open, well then, if you can't play him, but you can trade him for a guy that can play for you and possibly help put you over the top, I think you have to try to make that move. I don't see what the point of keeping him is if there are other trades available for a guy like Daniil Hunter, and if that's possible, you have to go after it. Okay, I'm making this a special bonus topic just because I like it. Paul Perryman says, Purdy concerns. Will he come back with, ar- with the arm strength he added last offseason? How will defenses adjust to him now that they have a book on him in the McCaffrey offense? Can he stay healthy? I think that's a fair place to start with the Purdy concerns. What do you think? I'm going to work backwards here. Can he stay healthy? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's The frame suggests, yeah. don't know. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Know. But yeah, but maybe he can, right? Maybe. So that's that's a total guess. There, there's no way of knowing. How will defenses adjust to him? It, it's funny because I was talking to um, I was talking to to Mr. Roscoe's today. You, you know, mm. Mr. Roscoe's from Twitter. So we were talking, and he was like, "You know, what's your concern with Purdy?" And I said, "Actually, a lot of people talk about Brock Purdy, and they say, well." If he shows out again this year, I'll believe. And I'm a little bit different because Jimmy showed out for a full season also. It's not this year that I'm concerned about. I think Brock Purdy with these weapons and Kyle Shanahan can definitely continue to be successful. I'm not worried about this Couldn't you say that about like 25 to 30 quarterbacks though? Yes, of course. Of course. Look at the weapons. Forget Kyle, man. Look 100%. at the weapons on the team. 100%. There's no bad option. When yeah. you drop back, pick whatever freaking guy you want to throw to. He's open. I yeah. bet. Yeah. And he's one-on-one. Yeah. I'm just so, so I don't think this magical book that's going to be out on Purdy is all of a sudden he's just going to come crashing down. I don't, I don't see that personally. But I'm also very big. Anytime you hear me talk about evaluating quarterbacks, I always give it a three-year rule. And three years of playing eight to ten games a year before I'm going to say that the book is out on you and I fully have a feeling of who you are. I'm going to need that from Brock Purdy, too. He's no different than any other quarterback. I'm not going to fully go all in on any quarterback or all out on any quarterback until I see that third year 
and significant playing time. And Brock is no different for me. So he may be really good this year. I'm still not going to be completely sold. I'm just not. And then as far as arm strength goes, I don't know, man. This arm strength thing is is really kind of taking a hold of of Twitter and social media and all these other things. And people are out here trying to prove a point one way or another. Brock Purdy, let's just be clear, does not have great arm strength. That does not mean he can't be effective in this offense with these weapons for a limited amount of time. And I still believe that he will be this year. So, yeah. Um, as far as the adjustment thing goes, some people downplay it. Some people play it up. Whatever. I mean, he could improve. The scouting report could improve. They both will. You know, both will happen. We'll see which happens at a faster pace. But the the arm strength thing thing is real. Remember, he threw the ball like. 51 miles an hour at the combine and then yes. added velocity afterward. Like, is that gone? Is that still there? We don't know. And then as well as he played, we don't know if he can actually hold up for a full season. He played eight games. That's nice, yeah. but that's not enough. I mean, one of the things Bill Walsh said that you have to be able to do as a quarterback is play injured. And it's not like he could have played through the UCL injury. He did play through sure. the oblique injury, but like, Another way to put that is you got to play all the games, all of them. And Joe Montana was missing games. What did, what did uh, Bill Walsh do? Trade for Steve. Yep. I mean, I, you, you can't let that happen. So I don't know. Brock, still a lot to prove for him. Good call, Paul. Yeah, it was a great, right. great call for sure. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins now because everyone wants to talk about Kirk Cousins. He's by <laughs> far the sexiest quarterback in the NFL. Just a really good looking guy with a lot of <sighs> swag. Kirk Cousins. The way it's the way he plays the position that gets, I mean, the girls love it. I just have to say, it's like people kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo, but Kirk Cousins, the real heartthrob oh, yeah. of the NFL, for sure. Word is out that you know Minnesota can't quite contain all of his sauce. Pause. And so now he's gonna be a free agent next off season, and if he has one advocate. In the NFL, it's here in Santa Clara. What do you think? Is Kurt Cousins destined to be a 49er? Oh Is man, it in the stars. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it just for a second, a little bit of a different direction. So Trey Lance, I know it's your show, and I'm just running with it. No, I uh, like it when you take it a different direction. <laughs> so we were just talking about Trey Lance and not hedging your bet and not being a coward, essentially. Trade him. If you get the opportunity to, you gotta trade him. Don't be gutless. This is another reason to do so because Kirk Cousins will be available. So if Purdy doesn't work out this year or Sam doesn't work out this year and you traded Trey Lance, you can always go get old trusty Kirk Cousins. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out Doesn't there. Doesn't that kind of feel like calling up your high school girlfriend when you're 37? Yes. And being like, what's up? And she's like, I'm married with three kids. Why are you calling me? Uh, yeah, she just got a divorce grant. She I just, had him at the bar on my own. <laughs> just wanted to know if we still had something. That's pathetic. Turn, it turns into the Hinder song. Delete the number. It's pathetic. <laughs> Going on Tinder to get a quarterback would be more. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe it's like going on Tinder and matching with your high school sweetheart that just got a divorce that has three kids. Just saying. Maybe you might Which way do you swipe? That one, though. I don't know. Right? I've never been on Tinder. Which one is the no? Because you're married, clearly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) I don't... (sighs) Okay, let me put a percentage on this. 
I'm going to say there's a 40% chance he's in a 49er uniform next year. I think it's that high. Yeah, that's really cynical. But I think it could be even higher than that. Because <laughs> honestly, like, if Brock Purdy doesn't come back, if, if, T- yeah. if Brock Purdy takes a step back this year, which how could he not with no offseason coming on? If he takes a step back this year, because last year, what was he undefeated? Scoring 35 points a game. He's, he's going to take a step back. Let's it, say he's I'm, not undefeated. It doesn't mean right? he's going to be bad. Let, don't nah. mince words. I'm not the saying The inevitable he's gonna be bad. step back. The inevitable reg- let's he, call it regression. He's going to take a step back. Yeah. Let's call it regression. Okay. And that's going to, you know, the not, Niners are so unrealistic. Yeah, man, I can see it. I can see it. It's, it's just, <laughs> when will the York step in and be like, this is ridiculous? This show sucks. It's like, again, I keep comparing it to a compelling show on HBO that hooked you. For like four or five seasons, and then you're in season eight, and you're like, no, 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 we're not doing this again. We're not doing the quarterback thing again. You did that the last seven seasons. No, this yep. is stupid. When were the York? When are the Yorks going to put their foot down and be like, you're on the hot seat, Kyle? Pick a damn quarterback. Pick one now. Pick they're one. They're not going to Grant. They're not going to because they're going to keep winning. They're not going to. It's just not going to happen. What? Playoffs is enough. Wait, what? That's enough. why I like the idea of putting Kyle Shane on the hot seat. It's not firing him, but it's like saying, dude, dude, you're, it, it, it's just saying dude over and over again. Dude, 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 dude. bro, bro. That's what the hot seat <laughs> is. It's just a, a never ending series. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. And as long as they Should. continue to win, which I, I think they will at least get to the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't walking through that door anymore, Jesse. He's well, he might. <laughs> are, are you shutting the door on Jimmy now too? He might not pass a physical. He might be back Ooh. as well. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, this show sucks. It's so lame at this point. It's not even realistic. It has jumped the okay. shark. Jimmy could Hear come back after getting cut. No, 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 no. That would be so lame. Jumping the shark. Hear me out. Quarterback yes. room next year. Uh huh. Brock Purdy, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy. <laughs> what about Sam? Sam's out. Yeah, I mean, one's got to go. <laughs> Does Sam look like the the little evil genius from The Incredibles? Oh yes, Big absolutely, time. he does. Yeah, yeah, for for sure, he does. <laughs> if Sam were to give me the Javon Kinlaw treatment, would anyone blame him? No, 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 no I would deserve that. Not at all. If he started going, I'd be like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you done? All right. <laughs> keep going. I'll take it. You're right. You're right. All right. Moving on. So <laughs> when we talk about Brock Purdy, some people who aren't like all in with Brock Purdy being the next Tom Brady or Joe Montana say, hey, you know, I mean, there was a reason that he went with the last pick and he's kind of small and his arm is not that strong per se. And he did have the surgery so i don't know i said and then people be like why do you hate brock this is like ah damn like i don't know like the niners took him with the last pick like the niners took Tariq castro fields ahead of brock purdy they were like yeah we love brock purdy but we like Tariq castro fields better yeah. if he's not there later then like you know so be it so is is it is it why is it so hard for fans to just acknowledge things like that when they're staring you in the face brother i this one <laughs> blows my mind this one blows my mind because i i just feel like there are certain things that are just known and it's okay like all players have weaknesses right now 
big Trey Lance guy. I don't think I'm surprising anybody when I say that. He needs to work on his accuracy. Hasn't been the most yeah. accurate guy. I think that's mm-hmm. okay to say. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally comfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. But when you say that Brock Purdy doesn't have the strongest arm, probably doesn't even have an average starting NFL quarterback arm, people lose their mind. Lose their mind. Then they want to start yeah. pinning stats that have nothing to do with it. <laughs> they want to show you a throw where he throws 40 yards down the middle of the field. Like Chad Pennington couldn't do that <laughs> okay. after his second shoulder surgery. Like the craziest things is like, it's okay. Like we can all just agree that this is true and then say that, hey, he can still be good despite this. Or maybe his arm strength can get a little bit better. I don't understand why it's that hard for people to just admit the most obvious things in the world. It blows my mind. Blows and I my love mind. this game too. Like people rewrite history to pump up Brock. They're like, well, Drew Brees didn't have a strong arm. Peyton Manning didn't have a strong arm. Joe Montana didn't have a strong arm. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Like, I could go on YouTube in three seconds and find Joe Montana throwing down the field. And so you find, I found three three clips of him bombing the ball down the sideline to Jerry Rice for 40, 45 yards. And I just say, like, can Brock make this throw? And then people be like, oh, oh, okay. So now you're comparing him to Joe Montana. Like, no, you compared him to Joe Montana, dog. You compared him to Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. So I'm like, all right, let's actually look at his arm strength. And you put it on the screen. They're like, oh, okay. Now you want to compare. Like, shut up. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> I, it's the strangest thing. Okay, I had one today. This was my favorite one. Uh Brad Graham, you know Brad Graham, he posted a, mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. sweet play of of Purdy where he had juked out a, a Tampa Bay defender and then made a nice little pass. Sweet play. Somebody in the comment section replies and says, oh, call me crazy, but I think he's the only guy in the league that can make this play. I'm like, you are the reason that people like me are labeled haters because I then go find 40 clips of other quarterbacks doing the exact same thing. I promise you other players in the league can make this play. It was a sweet play. I'm not taking anything away from him, but to say he's the only player in the league that can do these things. Come on, man. Also, I love when people say, um, or like when, you know, Jesse started the whole dink and dunk. It's not even a debate. It was like a firestorm. And then no, 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 Ryan, say, not me. Don't, don't, yeah, don't put that. Oh, so I'm sorry, sorry. On me. Ryan, sorry, 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 Ryan. And so uh, people would say, <laughs> oh, well, Tom Brady's a dinker to dunker. Wait, 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 wait a second. And then there was our friend, the spreadsheet today, who pointed out that Brock Purdy averaged more air yards per attempt than Patrick Mahomes with no context. It's like, <laughs> none. there's a reason. Can we talk about it? But yeah, it's okay. <laughs> But I, yeah, it's hard for people to admit. Like it is like it's like asking a coach, "Hey, you know, are there things you didn't do well in this game?" And he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll be the first to admit I didn't coach well. I did. There were things I could have done better." Okay, name one thing you didn't do well. Uh, 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 uh. It's that you know. I mean, like yeah, you can say our starting quarterback isn't perfect, but when you actually are pressed to name one thing that isn't a strength, people won't actually say anything. Yeah, there's my quarterback. You're it's in an interview. What's your weakness? Oh, I mean, I'm too good. I it's, work too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I care tr- too much. I care too much. <laughs> exactly yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like I care too much, you know? <laughs> Did you notice that all of my weaknesses are actually strengths? Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Arturo Romero, let Jesse cook. No interruptions. Grant, I'm trying to fight my urge. It's a terrible interviewer tactic. Is it ask a question and then immediately. Sorry. Niners Empire says Mariota made the dock with Mahomes and Kirk by beating us. Ooh. 
What? <laughs> I don't understand. Mariota made the dock with Mahomes and Kirk by beating us. Is he is he saying that like he could be here potentially? What's the doc? The documentary? Yeah. What documentary? See, this is why I hate $2 comments. Not not because you only paid $2, but because you have a limited amount of characters. And <laughs> so sorry. you've got to just try to like squeeze it all in there. And then we've got to make sense of it. It's really hard. It's actually kind of a fun game. It's like Pictionary. Yeah. Pictionary. Yeah, Pictionary. Exactly. Plum, plumbing God 42 uh, <laughs> says, no BS. Kirk hasn't missed an NFL start. No, wait, hold on. That's not yeah, true. I was okay, like, so- I'm not seeing that. No BS Kirk hasn't missed an NFL start. I know. That's one thing he brings. Durability. Yeah, but Cameron Jordan really clowned him the other day. And I know who is Cameron Jordan to talk because they can't stop Kirk Cousins, but that was hilarious to me. Slow decisions. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Slow slow right decisions. Call him Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Which is true. It is true. It's, I mean, it is true. You know, I don't know. It is. I swear to God, if this team signs Kirk Cousins, I will cry. Says Tyler. I bet he will too. Yep. When they do it, I'm going to be like, Tyler, he's crying right now. I can picture it. <laughs> Just thought about it. Arturo <laughs> says, sock it to me. A, 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 ye, ye, I don't get I don't, it. I don't get it either. Thank you. Those are oranges, so, Arturo, I think. Are those oranges? <laughs> I'm not going to sock it to you, Arturo. <laughs> Jason <laughs> says, I think we put too much into the pick number. Look at Tom Brady, for example. Not saying Brock is as good as Tom, but both were later picks. See, this is what I'm talking about, Jason. People just float out. Be like, yeah, you can't write off Brock for being picked late because Tom Brady was picked late. And then you'll point out differences. People like, oh, now you want to compare to Brock. Now you want to compare to Brady. Oh, you can't write off Tom Brady because of his arm because Montana had a weak arm. Well, Montana had a much stronger arm than, than Brock. Oh, now you want to compare him to Montana. Well, no, you compared to Montana. That's what I'm saying, Jason. Yeah. that's Here's the funny thing about Brock. This was yeah. brought up on my show yesterday. Somebody, somebody asked, they said... Uh, why do you think Brock was the last pick in the draft? I said, well, I have some ideas as to why, but I also had him as a third round grade. So I, I mean, if, if I was a quarterback needed team and had a third round pick, I would have drafted Brock, Brock Purdy. I like Brock well, Purdy. Going can can we list the reasons he went late? There was a reasons there is arm strength is one of them. I mean, I know people want to say it's not a thing, but it is. He obviously doesn't have the, the physical, Stature. uh, stature of of guys that you would want he doesn't have the arm strength he doesn't have the size he doesn't have the speed the the straight line speed and and he was a bonehead in college with some of his plays you watch his and there's a lot of bad decision making there correct and he didn't get better in college his best year was a sophomore year yeah his stock went down yeah if he had been able to come out after a sophomore year he might have been a third round pick but i think a lot of even the niners were like you know we had, I think the Niners even said we had a higher grade on him earlier, and that grade actually went down. So I think yeah. that people felt like, you know, he stayed a long time, he didn't get better, but that was before all those extra reps were looked at as a bonus and an asset. Now teams look back and they're like, actually, this, the team around him got worse. Him staying in school helped. Now you put a good team around him, and he his his experience um, matches it. So that was part of. Oh, the if he if he would have come out in twenty twenty one when I talked about him on your show, said that I liked him or whatever, he would have been a fourth-round pick easy. Third exactly. or fourth-round pick. No doubt about yeah. it. So, so his stock was up. It just fell. Yeah, for sure. Why did it fall? He did commit a bunch of turnovers, which could have... Yeah. I mean... He was, that a, could regress. He, 
he was a bad decision maker at times in college. No doubt. He tried about to it. do a little too much. Yeah. And I thought he started to do a little bit of that when he was feeling himself down the stretch. Moo Weed says spreadsheet trying to compare Purdy to Mahomes was the funniest ever. Checkmate. Loving the offseason stream. <laughs> that hashtag checkmate is so good. I love it. See, this is the thing. And this is what I hate. It, not it's not just a, a spreadsheet thing, but a lot of people do this. They'll throw out a number which has, I mean, it's a real number. It has some meaning, but then they'll use it to come up with a completely different meaning and then act like it's factual because the number is real. It's like, well, hold on a second. That number isn't saying what you think it's saying. Yes, it's a real number. Yes, it's a factual number, but I can argue against that number because it doesn't mean what you are trying to say that it means. That's yeah, where we're like, having an issue. And it's like, I can explain it in 45 seconds. Yeah. I think you can explain it in 45 seconds too, but you're choosing not to. Of course. Why? So either you have an agenda or you just don't know ball. So I'm going to be nice and say you don't know ball. I mean, obviously, <laughs> nice obviously teams look at Mahomes. They're scared shitless of him throwing the ball down the field. They saw him win a lot of games very quickly from 2018 to 2021, bombing the ball down the field. They play a lot of two deep show and they say, please check it down. Please, please, please check it down. People don't defend freaking Brock Purdy that way. I mean, they they play cover. They play cover one. They play one deep, cover three, and they yeah. say we dare you to throw it deep. And he's still finding ways to not throw it deep. Um, so that's the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> Just Mahomes got the two deep treatment a year before it was really implemented through the rest of the NFL. Now it's the popular coverage, but four years ago when he started to get that treatment. It's why he he struggled. He had a it was partway through the 2020 season, I think. He started to struggle and everybody's like, "Oh, what's going on with Mahomes?" It's because he was the only quarterback consistently seeing two deep coverages and everybody else was seeing the one deep coverages that was the staple of the NFL. Mm -hmm. And so it took him a while to work through that and figure it out and him and Andy Reid coming together. And so now when it became prevalent a year and a half ago, he was way ahead of the game. He was dicing it up because he had seen it a whole year and a half before everybody else. So, yeah, when you're a different level quarterback, the game changes for you to try to yeah. figure you out. And that's what happened with Mahomes. And that 2D shell really uh, neutralized Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Which is why they got rid of him. Exactly. It's funny. Yes. They gave his jersey number to a running back. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you want to play too deep, all right, well, we'll hand it off then. We'll freaking hand it off. Yep. And Isaiah Pacheco was one of the more valuable players on that team last year. 100%. Very important in the, in the, in the Super Bowl. Very yep. important. Yep. George Kittle recently spoke on some podcast that I don't want to promote because who are they? They didn't invite <laughs> me on the podcast. But anyway, he was on it. And he spoke about the quarterback position. And you know how George Kittle talks. Like when he talks... He's essentially the head coach of the 49ers. And he, he sure. speaks with the – it's amazing. And he talks about the quarterback position. He says it's the most important position in all of sports. All of sports, not just football, all of sports. Do, do you think he means it? Because I think he thinks that tight ends are the most important position. He <laughs> – I'm conflicted on this one because right after that, he goes into basically saying why it doesn't matter which quarterback plays for the 49ers this year because, and he lists like 14 players on the team that are all-star level players. Mm -hmm. That's why it doesn't matter. We're going to win regardless of who starts. You know what I took that as, Grant? Is I think he actually does believe that it's the most 
important position in sports. I'm not sure he's sold that they have a guy that is worth just being the sole starter and given the reins completely on this team. I think he feels like he has three guys that can do roughly the same things with this roster around him. And he's fine that way. Just let's please let get let one of them go through the season healthy. That's all I'm asking. I don't care which one, but we don't have a guy on this team. We don't have a Mahomes or we don't have a Herbert or Lamar or whoever he thinks is really good in this league. So I think he does believe it. I just don't think he believes that that guy exists on this roster at this current moment. I think he believes it in the sense that like if Brock Purdy gets hurt in the playoff game and you got to go to Josh Johnson, like you can't win. Like, I think he believes it in the important. sense he's watching Kelsey from across the nation tear it up with Patrick Mahomes as well. Nah, I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at okay. it they just lost the NFC Championship game because their quarterback got hurt, and it's such a critical position. If the quarterback goes down, it doesn't matter what the rest that you have. But still, I think this team likes being in the position where the quarterback is making 900K. The quarterback is, you know, not one of the top players on the team. They, like, George carries the quarterback. He carried Jimmy. He's carrying Brock. D, like, why do people give George and Debo so much credit? Because, like, look at the quarterback that they're playing with, right? McCaffrey, too. And the thing I feel like, I feel like Ayuk gets lost in that because he can't overcome a quarterback who's limited. He needs a quarterback with a big arm to, to get the, the most out of Ayuk. Not with Debo, not with Kittle, not with McCaffrey. So those guys have this aura that they're transcendent players that can carry teams almost like quarterbacks because the Niners don't have that guy. And I think they love it, man. It keeps them rich. It keeps them relevant. I mean, it's allowed George Kittle to actually sing songs that were awful at the uh, NFL award or ESPN, whatever the hell that was. I mean, terrible yeah. songs. Yeah. All because the quarterback is seen as mediocre. Kelsey, Kelsey doesn't get to sing. And he's a lot more charming than, than George. A lot more charming. <laughs> he was. He did have his own uh, cameo on a dating show, though. Actually, not a he's cameo. Funny. The show was built around him. I like Charles uh, Kelsey. A little bit off the topic question. But you brought up Ayuk. And people will keep bringing up, you know, Tom Brady was a late round pick. It was brought up earlier on the show. What would I do with Tom Brady? Even, even last year's version of Tom Brady, what would he do with Tom Brady as his quarterback? Think about it this way. Stefan Diggs is a little uh, disgruntled mm -hmm. over in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Let's say they got rid of him and replaced him with Brandon. Ayuk. they'd be better. They'd be better. I don't think Brandon. Ayuk gets enough credit. I am team Brandon. This dude is way underrated. And so we haven't seen his full capabilities because of the quarterbacks on this team. You put him with Josh Allen, oh my God. The number one option with Josh Allen, he would put up 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. He would he do would stuff do. that Devontae Adams does. Watch. But I hope he gets, I hope he gets the opportunity. I don't know if they'll ever get it here. I, th I think he could put up big numbers too. I'm not, I'm not saying he's on the level of some of those other guys. But I think he could put up some crazy numbers with with quarterbacks that could really sling it. I because a lot of people ask, you know, who's the deep threat on this team? I mean, that that's the thing. Like, oh, it's not it's not Purdy or Jimmy's fault that we don't go deep. Who's the deep threat? Ayuk is the deep threat. He is the deep threat. This guy gets open on a regular basis. Ayuk is that deep threat. He would crush it with some of these other quarterbacks that can get him the ball consistently 35, 40 yards downfield. He would absolutely kill it. I mean, in college, this dude averaged 
18 yards a catch his final season. 18. Like, just get him a quarterback who's not Nick Mullins or Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo, please. I don't think it's far-fetched to say that he's one of the better route runners in the he NFL, is. I think. To me, he's a lot like Justin Jefferson, but he's so much stronger and he's so much angrier, and I don't know I like him. Like, Justin, there's yeah. something kind of soft about Justin Jefferson. Like, there's nothing soft about Brandon Ayuk. Nothing. Yeah. Is Jefferson Ooh, faster than that about Jefferson? Is is I don't know. It just not soft, some of those but like catches finesse. he makes, man. Finesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I know, what dude. Ayuk is so freaking tough, dude. You can run him yeah. over the middle. He'll take the hit. Will, will Jefferson take those hits over the middle? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's the picture of him holding the mouthpiece and the helmet dangling down, and he's like looking like mean mugging as after he gets the catch. That's. Yeah, that's maybe I went too Man, far. I haven't he's, watched he's, as much Jefferson as I've watched. No, no, no I'm not saying Jefferson. Like, I'm saying Ayuk. I'm saying Ayuk. The picture yeah. of him with the helmet. Like, like, like again, like if you took Jefferson off that team and put Ayuk and said we're gonna, you just do Jefferson's role and we'll give you Jefferson's targets. Yeah, he would put up damn near Jefferson's numbers, if not yeah. Jefferson's numbers. That's that's the way. Yeah, I if he got 120 <laughs> catches in a season like these guys, he'd put up crazy numbers too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many targets a season does Jefferson get? 180. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, Jason says, Koishar, 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 Koishar. Sorry, I butchered it. I appreciate you dudes. If we sign Kirk, I also would be crying with that other dude. <laughs> I'll be crying in laughter, man. That shit would be way too funny. I would really enjoy it. <laughs> if Plum we sign Kirk, you're going to see Grant shirtless with the necklace doing this like Kurt was on the plane. <laughs> Guaranteed. 42. Hell yeah. I wouldn't be surprised when Kurt comes to the Niners as Plumbing Got 42. Kyle will pull a TB12 and file a divorce to spend more time with <laughs> the one It's going to be like, like when J-Lo and Ben Affleck got back together after all those years. It's gonna be oh, like, yeah. Look at him. Yes. I always wanted it to work out between them. And Noop <laughs> says, if Trey Lance doesn't work out for the Niners, is that the worst NFL trade in history because of Eddie D? Deb Niners ain't winning no Super Bowls. Curse of Eddie D. Um, I mean, it's a lot that they gave up. I don't know. I have to it's look. It's one of it's, the worst it trades. It would be in the top 10, for the sure. The question is, is, is how would the fans look at it? Would they look at it as one of the worst trades because Trey Lance didn't hold up his end of the bargain or because Kyle Shanahan didn't hold up his end of the bargain? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Seems to me that with, with the thing that's so weird about the Trey Lance situation is, what's his record? Two and two? Like, Steve Young was three and nineteen, I want to say, or three and sixteen with yeah. the with the Bucks. Like, that's failing. Trey hasn't failed. He got hurt a couple times. Uh, he wasn't as good as Brock initially, but the Niners are essentially flirting with the idea of throwing three first round picks away. We don't need him. It doesn't matter. We got Brock Purdy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Some weird, weird thing. Just to throw do. him away. I mean, it's one thing if you gave it every chance, and it's like it just didn't work. We were wrong. He sucks happens happens to the best of us but just throwing them away like teams bad teams don't even do that let alone good ones what which kind of goes back to the original point or the original topic if you let him sit here as the backup and rot away that is the worst thing you can do if you can get anything for him at this point including another player that might help you win a super bowl why wouldn't you do that if Brock is See, your I guy? think that's the only way you can trade him. I don't think you can justify trading him for a pick next year. No. Because no, 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 you're trying to win the Super Bowl this year. You can't make your team worse when you've shown you go through your quarterback. So if you want to trade him 
for Daniil Hunter and say, look, we st- we're still three deep at quarterback. All right, fine. You, I mean, he better not turn out to be a good quarterback in Minnesota, but that's, that's between you and God at this point. Like, that's on you. That's not my yeah. problem anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get Daniil Hunter and win the Super Bowl now, great, do it. Not yeah. sure that you can, though. Joseph Stockbridge says, appendicitis awareness. Appendicitis awareness. I thought an inflamed appendix was a stomach ache for over a year. If you attempt to clear it on the toilet, wow, and it doesn't help but randomly dissipates, <laughs> then get checked. Blood in the toilet equals maybe too late. Joseph, thank you very much. I feel like this would have been important information for Rob. For Stats Rob, Carrera. yeah. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that earlier. He had an appendicitis thing. So I will definitely check your stool, everyone. Make sure. Well, that yeah, that could be colon cancer, brother. Like that's that could be a lot worse than appendix anything. So be careful. Getting with that. old is nice because you have to learn about things you don't want to learn about. Like yeah, that's that. true. It's true. Good times. The coach, shout out to the coach. Says our little matchbox car offense needs to open up. <laughs> I love how salty the coach is. Yeah, yeah he is. I used to call it um like a tennis court offense, but because Jimmy wouldn't even use the sidelines. But now that Brock's here, I feel like he's turned it into a doubles tennis court offense. Yeah, but he yeah. still doesn't really – he doesn't want to throw – he's afraid of throwing the ball over the fence. Yeah. It's like, we're not going to get the ball back. Like, you know, you got <laughs> Balavision says $20, but it's two. That's weird. I wonder what mm. he was going for there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not even – it could be a time. It could be 20 point. Who knows? Bala? We'll never know. Could Jason be his 40 says, time? It's pronounced kosher, like the song. Oh. Hey, how about that, Jason Kosher? Any guess on Bosa's sack number this year? Yeah, it's funny. We have an over-under game. Year. Not tonight, but we have an over-under game that we'll uh, talk about that. So this is the ultimate cliffhanger. Make sure you tune in and future 49ers after darks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. We'll come back to that one, Jason. All right, last topic. Give me a surprise player who will not make the 49ers 53-man roster. I want real surprise. Mm-hmm. Don't give me freaking Ty Davis Price. We're all expecting Ty Davis Price to get cut. Ty Davis Price is expecting Ty Davis Price to get cut. Give Ambry me a Thomas. real surprise. <laughs> okay. <Nice. laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ambry. Sorry, Ty. Sorry, Ambry. I take it back. We're just joking. No, I actually, I, I do have one that uh, that might be a bit of a surprise. Same room as Ty Davis Price. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. And I'm not saying he'll necessarily get cut, but I could see him not on this roster. Maybe it's a maybe it's a trade for like Jeff Wilson Jr. Like Jeff Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. So that's uh what was the issue issue with Jeff, right? Starter, starting caliber player. You can't get the touches you want. Yep. And you can't stay healthy. So all right, man, go ahead. Yeah. We'll we'll take the, the pick. Yeah. It it probably wouldn't work money wise because both teams are up against it. But let me throw this out to you: Would you trade Elijah and Debo Ooh. just in a vacuum for Stefan Diggs? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would too. yeah. Would you put it that way? Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, I would. But here's the thing: that's not going to happen. No, so, I know. I know. Circling, circling I back to Elijah. To most likely you'd be trading him for a pick and like unless he requests the trade i wouldn't do it because again it's like coming back to the trade lance logic like it doesn't make you better it makes you thinner it makes you better in the future maybe and my thing with elijah is he's really good i love elijah he's mitchell so good he's so good so i know he gets hurt a lot and you can't depend on him to stay healthy but you also don't need to depend on him to stay healthy i wouldn't get put give him away i wouldn't give him away. I, 
I think it's He's less about him and much like the Trey Lance thing. It's how much do you like everybody else? Because no, you I think it like could Elias happen. Mitchell. I just don't think it would be smart. I think it definitely yeah. could happen. Yeah. But I would be scared if I were the Niners because I don't have a good track record keeping players healthy, and he's damn good. He is damn good. He could start for a lot of teams in the league. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine him in Baltimore with Lamar or Buffalo with Josh Allen or in oh, Kansas? Oh, I can make it scarier. I can make it scarier for you. The Rams. Really? Oh, the Rams. The Rams. Oh, yeah, the Rams could use him for That's sure. That's scary. They've yeah. been searching for a running back since Todd Gurley fell apart like all of yeah. a sudden now they got a running game like don't you yeah. don't let that happen don't let that happen True. you don't want to that's why you'd have to trade him. him and know that he's not going to yeah whatever maybe minnesota so, with trey lance elijah mitchell's one you're talking about trades it's possible they could trade trey lance brock pretty mm-hmm. comes back in training camp and they want to do right by trey yeah. that could happen i still think i'm not sure danny gray is going to make this team but i don't know if that's a surprise player but a lot of people have hope for him i know people feel like Man, all he has to do is fill the Travis Benjamin role. How hard could it be? I don't know, man. Like, he's competing with know. Ronnie Bell and Tay Martin. Like, you got you to gotta earn that job. They're not just going to hand it to you. And <laughs> he has some rough days. He drops a lot of balls. He's a body catcher. He's not like Jawan Jennings, who has really great hands, but his concentration's a little off. Like, this dude is like, like that. That was terrible. But that's is my he... Who's more of a body catcher, him or Vernon Davis? Vernon Davis used to drive me nuts catching the ball like this. <laughs> Dude, stop I mean, the ball. I like know. This. Uh, there's pretty similar, except Vernon Davis was like 250. And if yeah. he would catch it with his body, he'd also kind of jump. And if you tried yeah. to meet him at the catch point, he'd kill you. Remember yeah. Roman Harper? Yeah. Oh, in the end yeah. zone? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He body catched that one too, and he destroyed Roman. I think Roman <laughs> yeah, Harper is still yeah, doubled over somewhere trying to catch it. He his would always jump and catch it like that too. You're right. Vernon Davis was, yeah, he ran terrible routes and was a body catcher who jumped unnecessarily. So he wasn't as good after after the catch as he could have been. But down the field, I mean, just throwing him down the seam, I mean, it was impossible to stop. (laughs) And if he had been on a team that would throw a little bit more. Also, he was really strong and a good blocker, too. He was underrated. He was a really good player. I just, I couldn't stand the way he caught the ball. I just, I hate it. I'm like, Somebody that is as physically gifted as you are catching the ball like my four-year-old like is so it's frustrating weird. to watch. <laughs> there was also something a little goofy about him. Like he came into the league and tried to be like T.O. was kind of like a me guy. And then Mike Singletary changed his mindset. And then he became like an over-the-top team first guy. Yeah. I don't think he ever was a captain for the 49ers. There was something, I don't know if it was inauthentic or that didn't resonate with his teammates. And I don't know what it was because I felt like <sighs> He was underrated like I can by his own guys. I on his chest. I don't know maybe, why. Maybe there was, but I always felt like he, maybe I, thought I, I thought he wasn't. And I thought like he got phased out for Michael Crabtree for long stretches of time. And I'm like, am I the only one that thinks that this Vernon Davis guy is like a generational talent that's not getting used? <laughs> so but that good. was 10 yeah. years ago. <laughs> so good. Anyways. But Anyways. the original question was, who's more of a body catcher? <laughs> Vernon Davis or Surprise Davis? player getting cut? Uh, Braden Willis. Cam oh. Latu. No. What? I'm no not so way. sure that I'm not so sure that Ross Dwelly's gonna get cut, dude. This dude hasn't has won every Continues. competition he's ever he he wins these competitions. He's I've seen him in the offseason. He's good. So uh if he doesn't get cut, then I just could keep four tight ends. Or, you know, what they could say is look, our team is so good, you know, sorry, Braden, sorry, Ronnie Bell, sorry, uh, 
Jalen Graham. Like, you guys are late seventh-round picks. We're treating you guys as essentially um, undrafted free agents. So we're waiving you. And if you get picked up by another team, good luck. God love you. Congratulations. If not, there's a spot on our practice squad waiting for you. So it could be Brady I definitely Willis. think that's going to happen. I definitely think that could happen with, with a lot of these guys. The team is... It's going to be hard to make this team for all players. There's going to be true competition across the board at a lot of these positions. And there's going to be some names that you're like, wow, really? You didn't make it, huh? Okay. Let's be honest. If you're drafted in the last 10, 15 picks, you're most likely clearing waivers if you get cut, if you get waived. And I think what's interesting is Brock Purdy is like this huge success. and He's the leader in the clubhouse. And If the Niners had waived him last year at cut down day, he would clear waivers. He, he would probably, be in the practice squad. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't some secret. It wasn't like a bunch of teams were like, oh, shit. You see those 10 throws in preseason from Brock? Like, <laughs> No. No. So if they want to cut Braden Willis, I'm sure they could. Doesn't mean that they have to. Doesn't mean that they will. But it's an option for sure. Those late picks. Sorry, it's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, I mean, because even when players show out in the preseason, T.Y. McGill was a perfect example of this. He killed it in the pre. He had like six sacks in the preseason. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he was just out there and cleared waivers and ended up back on Minnesota, was there for mm-hmm. a little bit, and then ended up here. It's like, yeah, it takes a lot to make a team. It's really, really hard to make another roster. Really hard. Absolutely. So those are some surprises. Um, I think Kinlaw is making this team. What about Jennings? Jennings, I think Kyle loves Jennings. I think so too, but I also don't think he's going to sure. be here this year. I, I look at Jennings the same way I do Mitchell, and not that he would get mm-hmm. cut, but he could be a, a trade candidate potentially. Yeah. If they like well, some of the other receivers. Sure. If Ronnie Bell shows out and becomes that, that yeah, could be. Yeah. I just don't understand why Jawan Jennings drops so many passes, man. Like you do have, you make really difficult catches far away from your frame. Like you just yeah. need to concentrate a little bit. It's concentration. That's all it is. Yeah. Debo's the same yeah. way. I don't yeah. think Debo drops the ball because he's got bad hands. I think he drops no the ball because he's bad hands. It's, it's a like concentration. Fingers. Yeah, it's of a, course it's, it's tracking and concentration. Absolutely. The hands thing yeah. is a misnomer. I, I don't like even saying good hands, bad hands. Like what? Yeah. Are they ashy? Are they slippery? Yeah. Like <laughs> some, it, some people, the, some people ha- genuinely have bad hands, but not in the, not in the NFL for the most part. Although if the ball is bouncing off your hands, it's probably an issue with your eyes. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's an issue of softness or hardness or bigness or smallness. It's like you're probably not tracking the ball correctly. Yeah. You're yeah, probably maybe. not tracking the ball correctly. Soft As someone who's never dropped a ball in his life and has like ever. the smallest hands you've ever seen, I'm telling you, baby, it's your eyes. He's never dropped a ball or the ball. Ever. Never. Not once. Not no. a nair nut a time. No. That's could, show. could never find a point in, in his life that he's done either. So. <laughs> want everyone to make to to, to check the, and make sure that uh, you saw me do ten push pull ups yesterday. You saw that, right? I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. I saw. You want to know In who fact, the best analyst is? We should just pull it up on pull-ups. Twitter right now and watch it. I just so that everybody can see it. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed. Everyone saw my chicken legs. It's very embarrassing. I'm working on them. Thank you for noticing. I deserve that. It's all you always get what you deserve when you try to post something like that. Like, hey, look, I look cool. Everyone's like, oh, well, your pants are weird and your socks and Crocs. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's like, yeah, I, I like the Crocs. I like, I didn't expect you with the Crocs though. I was like, oh, damn, I see you with the teal Crocs. Those are kind of dope. All right. I like it. I'm wearing them right now. Can't are get you? Enough of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love the Crocs. Hell Do you have yeah. gibbets? I just found out what gibbets are the other day, so no. Oh. I don't but think they add have. anything to the to the Crocs. I think they just make them look oh, like you have a three year old that just got loose and put a bunch of stuff on your Crocs. <laughs> Is it supposed tell, to be like don't flare, tell that like about, office space? Don't tell that to Croc about his Crocs because he, he loves got gibbets. Oh, he's he also gibbet. has three year olds. It's true. I don't know if he, he has three year olds. I don't know. <laughs> but he has like kids. He has anyway, kids. Yeah. Shout out to Croc who like my pull-ups i appreciated that i needed that thanks Croc. <laughs> he was in the nfl and he liked my pull- okay that's it <laughs> yeah, thank you for he liked watching. your form um i think we have a couple more super chats and then we're out um okay 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 jason got you bala vision says that was my first super chat lol i didn't know how to use it but if it was a mafia movie kyle and john would have whacked me by would have gotten whacked by, whacked now. by now. <laughs> yeah they would have been like at see that, that scene in Goodfellas, where they tell them they're going to get made, uh, but then they bring them into the house and there's no one there. And it's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Getting whacked. Jason says, is anyone on the verge of possibly taking Jenny's spot? It would be Bell, um, but I don't think he's there yet. He has some nice days and OTAs, but I don't think he's Rookie there. receiver, it really is hard for rookie receivers to excel in the NFL. It, it is. And Jennings is practically a tight end. The way they use him, he's, he blocks so much. I mean, the routes he runs. He's Third essentially down in Jordan Jennings. Reed. My, yeah, he's Jordan Reed minus 20 pounds. Flave says, are you going to release the behind the scenes of your pull-up video where we see the green screen and how you made the video? It looked, <laughs> it looked pretty, pretty real. real. Thank you. I appreciate it. Some people were like, some the best ones were like, oh, that's clearly not even you. It's like, you think well, I'm strong? Are you kidding me? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Kev F says, will the, Rays, uh, will the Rays stay in Tampa? Poor Oakland. Oh, gosh. Is that a thing? Oh, they've been talking about it forever. The Sith, I mean, it's, the location that they're in is awful here. Absolutely mm. awful. It's not prime Tampa. No, not at all. No. It's in St. Pete, which is, I mean, it's a ah. cool, like up and coming town, but it's not, it's not downtown Tampa or anything. Yeah. Do you know like what team was going to relocate to Tampa and be the St. Petersburg team before there was an expansion team? Do you know which team it was? Trivia. No, no. the giants, the San Francisco oh, giants really? were going to move to Tampa in the early 90s until Peter McGowan stepped in and kept the team at, in San Francisco. That's a true story. They would have been the St. Petersburg Giants. That would have been awful. I know. Ugh. Thanks for watching the show, everyone. little baseball trivia for you. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with the coach. Bright and early. Not that bright and early. Just in the day time we'll see you there <laughs> not, not going after on dark is what no no just yeah. you know a reasonable time what about you what are you Perfect. doing tonight uh nothing tonight tomorrow i'll have the uh open mic call-in show 9 30 p.m eastern tune in last second sports thanks for watching everyone see you guys tomorrow